a lot of what I've been buying for the shop and what I've been into lately is just the weird, like what we were talking about mm -hmm. before, and this you know fits the bill completely. So where did you find it? Uh, I think I, you know I bought it on Amazon from some seller and you know, I got it for super cheap. This is a book that does it fluctuates a lot. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes you'll find a copy for five dollars and sometimes you'll find one for a hundred. Like hmm. from Stockholm Studios in Bushwick, Brooklyn, this is the LPV Show a weekly discussion from the world of photography and photo books. Here is your host, Brian Formals. What are we doing here? We're doing the LPV show. We're going to talk about photography and photo books. <laughs> <laughs> that is our call signal, right? <laughs> this is the LPV show. We're really happy you uh, joined us again today, Corey. How are you doing? Doing well. <laughs> welcome back. Thank you. No, welcome back. We had you last season. We had you and Charlie, two members of Sun, came and give us the, the Sun Rundown. We want to have you back and catch up with you and see uh, <laughs> what you've been working on. And then also the crazy shit that you're collecting or bringing, which we'll get to <laughs> in the second half of the show. Cool. Because it's quite, uh, quite the interesting selection. But thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's psyched to be back. Without the dead weight of Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, Charlie. We all still love you and admire you. And He's going to sure. love that. So. <laughs> <laughs> we will run into each other again. We just we didn't want to ruin any more books. Oh, <laughs> well, actually, it was Corey who ruined the books. Yeah, that was the yeah. one spilling. All right. But uh, they ended up in my collection, so thank yeah. you for that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I you mopped with, them up well. <laughs> uh, I got them on the shelves. They're, they're sitting there. <laughs> Look at them. That was the basketball courts, right? Yeah, in Havana, I think, too. Oh, nice. A couple of them. So. Two good picks. Yeah. <laughs> so you've been, last time, I don't know if the last time we talked, you had the sidewalk shop. Well, that wasn't quite up yet, was it? No, or was it was, just starting? Uh, yeah, I mean, my girlfriend and our fiance, we started at, at the end, kind of at the end of the last summer, did a soft mm -hmm. opening mm -hmm. with the uh, website. Um, and I don't know, the last couple months we've just been building up like inventory, a, a ton of stuff. Um, we're going to be relaunching the site soon um, with a, a whole bunch of new books, like really cool stuff. Some of the stuff I brought mm -hmm. today mm -hmm. is all for Sidewalk. Oh, nice. Um, but we're doing our first pop-up uh, soon, uh, May 20th, I think it is. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's Sincerely Tommy in uh, Bed-Stuy. Uh -huh. It's this cool little boutique. Um, so yeah, hopefully that will be the start. We're going to be doing it for a month, I think, nice. like every weekend. Um, so hopefully people will be walking around buying books. Nice. <laughs> so you said fiance. That means you must uh, yeah. you're getting married here soon. Top I hear. The question on uh, Christmas Eve. Oh, oh, congratulations. Nice. Thanks, guys. <laughs> so when's the wedding? Uh, well, we had a minor setback. Uh, we were. It was going to be May of next year. Uh -huh. uh, we had the place booked, we put down the deposit, and then we went up last Sunday for a tasting. Uh -huh. And just, it was the worst food I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> so we definitely shouldn't have signed a contract before we tried the food, but oh, no. we got our money back. Yeah. And yeah, so now it's back to square one. And oh, nice. the last couple of days have been a little stressful. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah. So it's basically, yeah, you're, you'll be married at some point. Yeah, in, in the, in the, actually, in reality, we're getting married next week. Oh. Um, it's mm. on paper, you mm -hmm. know, I've got really good health insurance because I'm a union man. So, ah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, yeah. So we'll be married in a week, but nice. the, the celebration will probably be for, you know, in the next year. Well, congratulations. Thanks. Yeah. So uh, we, right when you got here, I was like, immediately we saw the hat, RIP Prince. And, yeah. and I was like, that is, that is odd because I was going to be like, you know what, Corey, I don't care. Like, we're going to have to do a little bit on Prince because I'm from Minnesota <laughs> and I got a few things to say. So when I saw the hat, I was like, this is perfect. Like, he's, uh, he'll be totally be into this yeah, little I mean, segue. But I didn't realize you were such a, you were a huge Prince fan. Not that anyone would know that. I mean, uh, looking at your photos, but I mean, growing up, I would say, you know, the things, the music that defines my, my childhood is like Prince, Stevie Wonder, the Talking Heads, and Bob Marley. Like, th that's what my parents were constantly listening to. So, like, it, this was like, you know, he was always a guy that, I, that was just like, you know, like, fuck you, I'll do what I want. And that's like, th those are the people I've always looked up to my whole So, this is the first time, like, I've really had a hero die. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it's been a wild week. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I was last Thursday, so I've been on vacation this whole week because of it's Passover, so I'm not working. 
And so we were off on Friday and Thursday. I'm there, whatever, on Twitter like normal. And I see, oh, breaking news. I saw a breaking news tweet that it's like there's sheriffs are at Paisley Park. Like they say, and I saw it right away. So I went away and like searched Prince on Twitter. And it's like I caught one of the tweets where the guy said I heard from his camp that Prince. I was like, no way, come on. Because like, so I'm from Minnesota. And Minnesota, <laughs> in, in Minnesota, Prince is like, he's so embedded in the culture. It's like the lakes. The twins, Kirby Prince, he's just there, <laughs> like, as in, <laughs> and, and Paisley Park, it's like, in, or the Mall of America, it's like this, it's so embedded in Minnesota culture that mm. you don't even, like, there's no separation to it, so I was like, what's going on in Minnesota, like, when, if this guy's dying, like, that's gonna be, it's like, this is their, the biggest cultural figure by leaps and bounds in Minnesota, mm -hmm. it's going to be insane. So I was following it kind of for that, but then also just as like the pop culture kind of like phenomenon and like, as I just been watching the stuff pour in, it's like instantaneously he went from who well, I was like, well, I thought people kind of like forgot about Prince. Like he had the 87, nobody's like all of a sudden when you see all the way people were mourning him and especially like the celebrities and other musicians talking to him, it's like, this guy is like instantly like on, in Elvis territory, yeah. which is weird. It you is know? weird, and, and it, because like the way he died, like alone in an elevator in this complex that he built to himself and to music, it's just like so like perfect for the mythology. Yeah, it's just yeah. crazy, you know. <laughs> it's definitely. I didn't expect the the reaction to be as strong as Bowie, and I think it's almost been mm -hmm. more. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. hands down yeah. more. I would say. Um, but you know, they I keep seeing him like compared to Michael Jackson and like Whitney Houston. And I'm just like, like these people, like I you know, I love Michael Jackson, yeah. but he didn't compare to Prince. No, like, like, no. I mean, this guy played every instrument yeah. there was. Michael like, Jackson was worried about Prince yeah, constantly, yeah, apparently. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's I think it goes down just to and you know, oh right, I'm like I'm not you know, there's a lot of stuff that he does or whatever in music I'm not into and it's like whatever. But like that's his. He made so much, such a diverse like catalog of music that there's something for like just about everyone and he was just a motherfucker like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's yeah. my my favorite part about yeah. prince yeah, yeah. so uh, yeah i was i've been watching i've been reading the stories i mean really interesting we talk a lot on the show about archives and this man has one of the most legendary infamous famous archives that and no will and no yeah, will no this <laughs> That exists, and you hear things like there that you, he could put out an album for the next hundred years, and it'd be what? all new music. <laughs> yeah, <Jeez>. like he's <laughs> that much because like you re, you read into it, it's like if he wasn't like touring or he wasn't like eating or doing something else, he was recording music. Like yeah. that's all he did. Like that's like I've heard stories he from did. people yeah. that were recording engineers for him and. They were talking about, he'd call them up late at night and they'd go into the studio. They'd record all night. This guy's like, this is like the best stuff I've ever heard. Yeah. And like Prince had just broken up with someone and it was very touching. And then he would come over and be like, delete it all. Oh, yeah. my, oh God. my God. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's then they're saying it just like floods out them. So you have like, I'm, you know, you need to like creative genius like how that works too you can't help but think that this is just a natural yeah thing that not everyone very few people have right like so it's in i think like just looking at that that archive and just kind of like that the the, the sheer creative genius behind it is kind of like what propels somebody like that into the stratosphere when yeah. when they die like he was otherworldly i mean I'm really interested to see what they do with this archive, though, now. Yeah. Like, like, who's going to be in control of it, how they're going to release it. Yeah. It'll set a precedent, for sure. Yeah. Well, like I, like we were saying before, it's like they should keep, I think it should all be on the internet. You should let people, like, make the playlists and mix them together, even if they're, like, boring EDM <laughs> white boys, like Brett said. <laughs> but, like, you have real professionals remix and put together the good stuff, because there's so many songs you're like, I can't, I totally forgot, like, that yeah. Prince song. Or, I would love to mix... A Prince album, but uh, the idea of them opening it up to everyone seems unlikely. No, I definitely I mean it's a, you could already do it on title. Like you can make your own play. No, I mean title. like the recording file. Like, oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm not talking about. Another thing, the thing is like he rec has all the masters of all his concerts too. Mm. Yeah, like, so that's like, all. That's like a dead anthology. Wow, exactly. Yeah. Like you could do like there. I looked it up. There's like some 94 shows from the Purple Rain tour. Huh. <laughs> yeah, I, I I downloaded uh, a few shows the other day. Um, one was like the legendary show that was like from like 1988, and mm. he's just like just the guitar work is just incredible. Yeah, and then um, I, there was one from. Uh, 
which tour was it? I think it was Dirty Mind, and mm-hmm. it's just he kills it live. That's like yeah. really where it's at, and you never really think about it because he's like right. a pop star. But he, mm-hmm. you know, he had a live show that was like you know you could rival against anyone. Yeah, exactly. And then yeah, and then just like you begin. I was reading an article just in the New York Times about the um, uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame while my guitar gently weeps, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> and like they had Tom Petty, and they were talking to all the people like how it came together, and like. They did their rehearsal, and the guy, there was one of the guitarists, and when the solo came, he played the Eric Clapton bit, and Prince kind of was, like, supposed to do it, but Prince just stayed back. And this guy was, like, fucking up, because Prince <laughs> is supposed to do the solo. So, like, they didn't even rehearse it where Prince did the solo, and it just they did it at the show. And then when he did, did it, they were just like, what the fuck? You know? I read that that was, like, a big fuck you to Rolling Stone, too, because they made the... Uh the 100 greatest guitar list and uh-huh. he, and they, he they left him off completely. Oh wow. And so then they like they redid the list. Put him, <laughs> they put him at number 30. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I, I think we're going to be hearing about him for many many years. I mean, if, if I, I firmly believe that you have someone like this, they're not going to keep all of that material in the There's just too much money to be made, which is yes, yeah. it's gross and cynical, mm-hmm. but, it's but it's also like to. just because of the artistry too. Like you got to release that for like study, for like people to understand it if yeah. he truly is you know, what, well, I mean, they are. They're making Paisley Park into a museum, right? Heard, so mm-hmm. maybe it'll be some part of that. So you go to Minnesota and you'll visit uh, the <laughs> Mall of America, and then you'll like <laughs> hop on a bus down to Paisley Park and will <laughs> Be like the all you know all American vacation to Minnesota. <laughs> I'd rather go there than Graceland. I think oh, maybe I would definitely. definitely yeah. But I heard you know so from Minnesota, you always heard about the late night parties, right? Like mm. you would hear like yeah, you got to be you got to know someone to get invited or whatever it is, and you just kind of hear about word of mouth and if you want to no alcohol all kinds of fresh fruit but i never heard anything weird i mean the weirdest thing i always like heard would be like yeah i went and it was like we got there at uh, 2 a.m and like nothing happened like 3 a.m nothing nothing and then like 3 30 like prince shows up and he plays like two songs and then it's like a dj set or whatever and it's like (laughs) You'd, I, I went into the bathroom and then I'm taking a piss and I look to my left and Prince is there taking her piss, you know? Like, <laughs> so it would only be like stories like that where it's just like you're there and it's all of a sudden Prince is like yeah. hanging out. So I know what I would do. It would be really wild. <laughs> yeah. We'll be hearing about her for Definitely a while. Definitely somebody I would be starstruck by. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll, it was good to uh, reminisce about Prince, but we're going to move on. <laughs> we're going to move on to Corey. And maybe, you'll, right. maybe you'll someday be in that league. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> way to yeah, way to set the bar. Yeah. <laughs> so you've you're always you're putting out a lot of you're working on a lot of stuff and it's eclectic kind of mix of appropriation photography art. You got a lot of different things going on. So I kind of want to like go over the 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 books that you brought here because there's a lot of interesting material. I think we're gonna start with the blank. Black Panther coloring book. Sure. So, and this is gonna. This was published by Sun. Or you just put it out. Yeah, we put. Uh, well, we actually the first made I think twenty copies for the mm-hmm. Eight Ball Zine Fair back mm-hmm. in January, and then it was really released at the uh, L.A. Fair, the Printed Matter Fair. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, you know, it's this thing from 1968 that supposedly the FBI put out uh-huh. as a way to discredit the Panthers. Um, the we were pretty convinced that copies didn't actually exist uh-huh. um, until actually at the book fair. I had three people tell me like, "Whoa, like this! I've, I've, I, you know, I have one of these," and I was just like, "Get out of here!" Like I've been trying to track one down for wow. years, like uh-huh. constantly searching eBay everywhere, trying to track one down. Um, but I, you know, to, to no avail basically. But so then I've, you know, I finally found like this really low res PDF of it online of like the whole thing. And so from that, we worked, um, we, you know, basically, you know, tracing and redrawing all the images to get them good enough to print mm-hmm. and made this new version, which is kind of the first version. There's, you know, the ones that existed in 1968 were just like these, you know, like Xerox pamphlets kind mm-hmm. of that it wasn't. And, you know, it also included um, text that the FBI added mm-hmm. that it's like, you know, just kind of boring, like, you know, fuck the pigs, blah, 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 blah. <sighs> So, you know, we thought that without the text, it read differently. It's kind of this, yeah. like, triumphant, you know, 
the the black <laughs> yeah, the, 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 yeah. the, the oppressed finally getting over on the oppressor. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. And you know, kind of like a Django almost. Yeah, it's fucking. Nuts. Uh, so yeah, Bill and I worked on this together, and um, yeah, it's definitely one of my new favorite things that we've done. It was it, you know, it came out of me wanting a copy myself and just mm-hmm. being like, I bet other people would want this too. Mm-hmm. So what about? I mean, obviously in the current like socio-political climate too with Black Lives Matter and the, all that I mean was there an impetus behind that as well too I mean, yeah, I, mean I think or was it really just no I mean I think it's definitely of today right mm-hmm. because you know it shows that history of you know this government you know being against black people right. and you know the the how far they went where they would send these out to white neighborhoods in, in uh, California to mm-hmm. scare the shit out of people yeah <laughs> Um, <laughs> so, my, so there was a quote, was it, I can't remember who, was it Nixon's, one of Nixon's aides or somebody in his cabinet said that essentially like the war on drugs was sent, how they could discredit hippies and black people. Yeah, that's it, all that it just was. came out. It yeah. wasn't, he was like, that's all it was, is to make people hate hippies and black people. Yeah. Like, that's what it was. <laughs> so it's like you, all that historical information comes out and you start to re- actually realize which yeah you should be realize how the government has actually conspired against, <laughs> yeah, against large segments of the society for po- for political gain that well, yeah, helicopter like, bombing i hadn't heard about yeah. till in philadelphia yeah, yeah. that's oh uh, uh, yeah the move uh yeah that, that, that's, have you that's seen, unbelievable have you watched the documentary no about, uh, let the fire burn mm-hmm. huh. that is a, a heavy two hours wow. Wow. oh my god it's so good though Ooh. Yeah, really but they great. weren't. Uh, they weren't necessarily part of the Black Panthers, though. They were, they were like they were, a separate. They were an offshoot. Like was, a it, was, it was after the the Black Panthers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. But so a, how, lot, a lot of them were were you know former members sure. of the Black Panthers. So does it? How did you put this book? Has been out? Has you, have you had any feedback on it? Like it has been received or? Um, been? Yeah, I mean, it was actually it's you know in L.A. You know that's. The, the Panthers were, you know, that's, it started in California. So right. a lot of people, you know, were coming up and being like, you know, like my, my dad was a Panther back in the day and like, this is so cool. And like, <laughs> but it really, you know, we sold, this is probably our best selling book we've ever done. Really? Besides the family asset, I guess, wow. because that was crazy. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, shit. How but, many copies did you make? Um, I mean, we were... It, it hasn't, we haven't printed like a full run. Mm-hmm. I, I've been now just doing them kind of, you know, like 50 at a time, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. we've sold a good amount. Like I've, I've been pretty happy with it. Um, nice. The response has been really good. Yeah, it's intense. Have I mean, people it's... actually been coloring it? <laughs> I, I haven't seen anybody color it yet, but I'm waiting. I really want, you know, you know, it is, you know, it's kind of, it's a $40 book. So, you know, yeah. there is yeah, a yeah, resurgence yeah. of adult coloring. That's, that's, yeah. It was really funny. Like right after we made it, um, my fiance's sister was telling me that her and her friends just went to Barnes and Noble and got all these adult coloring books. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I've got one for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty. So, so this is, it's, it's, it's drawing. It's, it's not yeah, I mean, per it's, se, but. I mean, you know, Bill and I also, you know, we're not really putting our name on it. It's, uh-huh. it's we, you know, we don't want to take ownership of, of uh-huh. anything, really. It's, it's more just making it so people can have it because it's so cool. And, uh-huh. you know, it's our version of it. We definitely, yeah. you know, we changed things. We made it how we designed it, how, you know, you know in our eyes. Uh-huh. But, you know, it's, it's kind of more of a historical document than a. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, totally. So the next one we have here, and this is a new book that you're working on. You're going to put out. It's like, I do not intend to give up yet. Yes, um, <laughs> I would try to describe these books, but I feel like when I sit here and I try to describe them, it's going to come out as something like you can't understand. So like, I'm just going to let you I kind mean, of tell yeah, me what's this going is on. A, it's a project I've been working on for a while. It's hopefully going to be um, out in September mm-hmm. um, with you know a full run of like a you know like a real. This is you know the dummy that you're seeing now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's you know, but it's basically drawings and paintings for half the book and then photographs for the second mm-hmm. but you know they all deal with kind of mark making um you know franz klein was a, was a big yeah. influence on yeah. the book <laughs> i love franz klein I yeah. mean, like that of all the abstract expressionists you kind of run in you get down to like de kooning and pollock and you kind of get into like that stuff but then you get into motherwell and like yeah, yeah franz yeah. klein and kind of like that's like oh especially if you like black and black and white exactly like yeah it was like, like this is last, so i saw that right away 
last um, last year when I was in LA, I was at um, which museum was it? I guess the uh, LACMA. I don't know. But I, yeah, I was just staring at this this Franz Kahn for for like so long, and so like it's just been on my mind for like the last year, and that's kind of when yeah. I've been doing this work. And um, you know, I love the fact that it looks, you know, it doesn't look um, so planned. But then you see his sketches, mm-hmm. and you know, it, it yeah, it's everything was planned out to a T. You right, know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, that that's. I mean. That level of abstract <laughs> like yeah. thinking is a different. I mean, you got to kind of like shut any like form of narrative or anything you want yeah, to kind of exactly. like impose on it and just really look at the form and like the color and the spatial harmony on it. You know, and like that's. So, but you said in the first part you you did you sketch stuff that you found on the street, right? Yeah. So like, I mean, a lot of them there are. Yeah, there's you know this book is actually the the first version. There's mm-hmm. a, there's a much newer version. Um, so there's a lot more drawings in that one. So they're found. I find ch- like kids' drawings on the street all the time, or you know, t- photograph chalk <laughs> right. drawings, right. and then work from those to create you know these kind of abstract, you know, fun drawings to go along with the painting. So and then the so and then at the end you said it's Xerox. There's Xerox photos. So I actually I created a filter mm-hmm. by I, I photographed a piece. I mean. Uh, I photocopied a uh, a piece of paper over and over and over again to get like the exact look I wanted, mm-hmm. and then scanned that, and then so then all the photos are put through that kind of filter. Uh-huh. How many times did you do it? It was a good amount. I don't it's know. A trade secret. <laughs> yeah, it's a good amount. But um, so it's kind of how each photo reacts to that filter. So mm-hmm. you know, it's the same thing on each page mm-hmm. except for the you know the new dots from each photo. Oh. Interesting. It does look like a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good amount. Yeah. So this is like the you also have. I mean, it does. You how do you break it up into the chat? You just wanted to put together like well, these three different because you're like merging like three different little ideas into like one book. How do you one of the how do you determine that this is like one thing or it's not three separate things? Well, bec- the so the over the overarching theme is this is, is like a print <laughs> album, right? You know, is, is, you know mark making, but yeah, yeah. the big influence on the actual the way the book was put together was the Shinro Otaki book mm. uh, called Coloring Japan. So the first half of the book is a coloring book mm-hmm. and then the second half is a photo book and I just like I, it's it's my favorite book to look at uh-huh. Charlie has a copy of it and I just loved that it was just these two separate things that worked so well together mm-hmm. so I, I the sequencing is kind of you know very much influenced by that shit so you're when you put together something like that you're always you're generally like riffing on an influence something like yeah pull, I mean you're I, pulling I, in multiple influences I try not try to, to like, wear my influences on my sleeve uh-huh. but I you know I, you know I yeah, of course. There's influence yeah. from everything, my, yeah. But why not wear it on your sleeve? I guess that's my question. Just you, you know, I don't want. I mean, you don't want to blame. You don't want to be. Yeah, you don't want to be a copycat. Right. Right. <laughs> but I mean, isn't like that how copycat. stuff gets interviewed? <laughs> 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 but I mean, like this. I don't. I think like in this day and age where you're dealing with tropes and you know, especially influence of the internet, where everything can be accessed, you can yeah. do this and like this. But I, you want you know you want to be your own man also. Yeah. Yeah. Well, of course. I mean, that's how you kind of like uh, bring it to the next level. So, well, the next one here is. So this is one you had. This is you said this is your Aaron McElroy book, right? <laughs> I mean, kind of. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it was actually very old work. Uh-huh. Um, I made the book on the Friday night of the book fair because uh-huh. the book I had originally made wasn't selling like I wanted it to. <laughs> so I, I knew I knew that the work was more. What the crowd there uh-huh. was looking for, and, you know, yeah. you gotta you gotta work the crowd, I guess. Yeah, you know, I yeah. needed to make money that weekend, yeah. so but you know, it's it's just not what I'm thinking really these days. But it's, yeah, I think it's good work. But it's these just, are all your photos. Yeah, it's oh. just from many moons ago. Oh, nice. Hmm. So and they're all, and it's, so it's just digging into the archive and. and yeah, I mean, it's it's from a project where. I was I was actually just trying to make the same image over and over again, but of different things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then I added uh, some old pictures of girlfriends in it to, <laughs> <laughs> to, to spice it up a little bit. <laughs> so how I mean, do you have do you just have this? How big is your archive of images that you collect that you put in, or do you do you I mean, only, or do you like I have an idea, then I go get the images, or do you? Yeah, work I would from, say it's more. I you know, you know I. 
I still take photos a lot, um, but I kind of feel like those days are over, and I'm more just mm-hmm. you know finding things and you know creating the narrative from that mm-hmm. is is really where um, you know my my head is at. So these you st- days. but so you start with the idea for the book. I mean, you must have like a list of ideas or something or running. Yeah, thing I mean, like uh, this book, Silly Honey, is uh, that's something that's been in the cooker for a really long time, uh-huh. and it's you know it's a it's a lot of reworked images, but it's about this. Uh, it was about the first stalking case in America. Oh, so wow. there's the, the 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 movie The Natural was uh-huh. based off uh-huh. of this case. Hmm. So this girl oh, basically gosh. followed a baseball player to his hotel no room way. and shot him, wow. and so it was this big thing. And so what? I, the book is kind of told through her point of view. So, you know, it's first, you know, you, I was trying to show her psychosis through that. So, like, this is like a regular ad, which then I changed uh, to like kind of, you know, getting into her mind, like the 22 for uh, you. Yeah. And like, so, what nice. she's seeing. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Um, so, this is all working from an archive, like using Google Image and like uh-huh. finding images, doing a ton of research on the the trial and then working from those images to create new stuff. Fuck. I, did, I love this. It's yeah. amazing. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's something that's been in, the, in, you know, I've been working on for actually years at this point. Huh. So <laughs> where I just, is that? Is that it's an actual? That, that that was a crime scene photo. Whoa. Fuck, man. Yeah. That's yeah. really good through the internet? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, I love, like, that's the beauty. I mean, you can uh, really, and it was when I was working on my appropriation project, too, you go into, in, you dig into, like, any event. Yeah. She and the way crazy. Google represents it out is, like, it's... <laughs> This is great. This yeah, is and this was, I love this one. This was uh, from a, I think it was the Baseball Digest from like 1957. Like it was just like this little blurb in the corner that and she was mentioned in the article, but I thought dames are the biggest headache. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I've always had, I've always dreamed of, you know, I'm either going to do a painting of that or maybe I want to print it as a banner. But, nice. Yeah. Oh, I love this. This is awesome. Yeah. Baseball. So yeah, the, I mean, I the first half is you know baseball and murder. Like we're yeah. <laughs> not together. It's like, <laughs> like uh, and photography, baseball murder, yeah. Yeah. photography, and you're kind of like right in my wheelhouse. This is there. for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna dedicate it to you, bro. Uh, well, I got yeah. I know we yeah. No, that's cool. So then the only text you put is on the back, and like that tells the whole story. Yeah, those and are And then a minimalistic text. Yeah. yeah. Jesus, you're killing like, me. Yeah. <laughs> you're killing me. What are you doing? This is, this is brilliant. Love Thanks, it. Thanks, man. Uh, when does this go on sale? <laughs> you can have that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the book. Um, I, I'm not sure. I still I haven't nailed how I want to uh-huh. present it. I don't uh-huh. know. I, I think. I think you, I don't you nailed know. it. I think, no, I, I think. Well, it depends. I mean, it seems to be like you don't like the real kind of like serious hard covered book that's like very yeah. like perfectly printed. Like it doesn't seem like that's in what you want. Well, how I mean, you want to present the material? Kind of, Is there something with the appropriated material where you feel like it feels better? No. See, this one, you know, silly honey. I actually, I always kind of pictured it as a, as like you know a, a real hard cover book, but then. You know, I didn't want it to be too close to like a redheaded pecker right, wood because right. you know you just can't fuck with that. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, you know, this um, this project I actually always pictured as a hardcover book mm-hmm. too. But like you know, just you know, very it's only fifteen pages I think. Mm-hmm. But I just think the work would work in that way more mm-hmm. than a zine way. So what's the name of the book? Uh, this you know, it's the it's po- a whole it's a this, whole this whole book? poem is is the is the is the, uh, Shit, the so but James's catatonic Chris is married now is kind of the shortened title. Nice. And so what's this one about? Uh, that one, it's all photos that I took on a um, a trip to Italy with my class when I was in when I was like seventeen in high school. Uh-huh. And so it's kind of like a tragedy in a way. So the two kids, James and Chris, one of them uh, a few years ago got into a car accident and is you know like. Uh, you know, vegetable pretty much. Mm-hmm. And then Chris, who, you know, I grew up my whole life with him, his mother killed herself a few years ago. So it was kind of looking back at these old images with all these new memories attached. Wow. So then wow. I took, <coughs> um, you know, what were, you know, basically just travel photos that mm-hmm. a 17-year-old would take right. and was looking, like, in the background and finding all these, like, 
really cool, like almost portraits. So I just was blowing up those sections and creating these new pictures from the old wow. because of these new memories. Another good, it's really, I, again, I like the, the, the minimal text and like presenting the text right away, setting up the photos, mm. just it, 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 it instantly puts you into like what you, what you're looking at without being like overly kind of like pedantic about, you know what I mean? Yeah, Not, yeah. You know, you could go into like, you know, have somebody write like a deep essay <laughs> about, you know, the loss and suffering and change, but instead you just write, you go with the poem and this was something you wrote like. Yeah, it was, I, you know, I came up with James's kind of tonic and mm -hmm. Chris is married now, just like, I know how, but that was what was on my mind and then just yeah. went from there kind of with this, what we were doing on that trip and how, you know, we, we got in trouble from the teachers because we were trying to buy weed. And, <laughs> and, 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 yeah. and then we finally tracked weed down from yeah. this guy in this park. And we were so excited. And then we, we got the bag back and it was just grass in the bag. Ah, <laughs> like, uh, oregano. Wow. So, yeah, no, you know, we cool. tried to buy weed and ended up with grass. It's the last one. <laughs> it's another one. So, what in the, so the last one we have here. That's oh, just, it's that's, the same one. Yeah, so the different version. I actually yeah. I made about oh, 20 right. copies so of it smaller, for right. LA in like the smaller size. Oh, I think um, the smaller size definitely works better. Yeah, you think? Yeah, for sure. Um, I was going back and forth. Yeah, because um, you want, because it's a more intimate story. Yeah, I, I think experience. so. Too, I think yeah. like. You know the photos are whatever. You know what I mean. They're like they're they're. You know it's not. You're not trying to present the photos as kind of something more than what they are. Yeah. I and mean? so I think this works, and it's printed really nicely too. So I think yeah, go with the small one, man. My humble opinion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe the listeners. We should do both. Should like photograph them both and see what the listeners. Say. I don't know. It's a kind of a user experience, though. You really have to see both of them to That's, really yeah. have that feeling. But I I, I agree. Small one. Yeah, so, so that's, that's, that's yeah. basically yeah, all of it. I mean, and then I've, I'm editing two books now, mm -hmm. too, that I'm really excited about. Um, I'm working with, um, I don't know, Devin Yalkin, do you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, we've, we've been friends for a few years, um, and I've always loved his work. Um, but we just started editing and putting his new book together, which cool. is going to be. So we've, so. yeah, we, I featured him on LPV a few years ago. It was his, the, the black and white stuff he did. Yeah. Right yeah. away, which was yeah. So what is what's the news? So this is kind of um, it's because yeah, he just of, did a, he did a political stuff that was on the New York Times or MS. Yeah, he's been shooting that. for the Times a lot yeah. lately. Um, but so this book it's kind of a diary over the last couple of years of, um, you know, for me it's kind of a love story because there's a lot of you know there's different mm -hmm. photos of his, his wife throughout mm -hmm. it, but you know it's kind of in that you know that Anders Peterson Moriyama mm -hmm. vein. Um, yeah, he likes like the inky diary. black and white. Yeah, yeah. and. Um, <laughs> But the images are just fantastic. Yeah. And it also has, like, there's a very, like, a weird element to it that's almost mm -hmm. has, like, an Asker Carlson feel mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. without, like, the manipulation, which is really cool. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a, been spending some late nights on that one. Nice. Is that, is that, that'll be for Sun? Yeah, it's going to be, uh, I think we're going to put it out in September cool. for, uh, for the, the uh, art book fair. Cool. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back and... We're gonna, we're gonna talk about these books that you brought, and I think uh, you'd never guess what they are. Yeah. No, you, I, you, I literally won't be able to guess. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you found them on the street. I don't know where you found them. We'll discuss it in. We'll be back. In a Sidewalk. Sidewalk and it's pop-up shop. What type of books do you sell? So, I mean, it's all, um, you know, art books, a lot of photography books. Um, and then my girlfriend curates, like, the uh, houseware section. So we have a lot of, like, really cool pottery and um, all kinds of different stuff. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So wait, it's, wait, it's wait, two wait. sections, wait, yeah. Wait a minute, it's... it's Wait, it's housewares and, and like art and, books. And art books, yeah. So it's a lot. Of, she makes pottery, and uh -huh. so she has some of that on the side. And then we buy a ton of stuff from, you know, different thrift stores mm -hmm. and wherever we find it, really. Where um, where can we find this? When can we go? Uh, it's online. Well, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's sidewalk-shop.com. 
is the website. And then, yeah, we're going to be doing pop-ups like all summer. Mm. So how's, how's it going as business? Not great so far. <laughs> I, I, you, know, we, you know, I think it's, you really have to get your name out there. Yeah, and, you know, um, I think doing the pop-ups is going is gonna to do that. Well, it's also uh, And that's, that's really the idea behind it. Um, you know, the name came from Sidewalk. We wanted mm -hmm. to, you know, set up on sidewalks and, and just, you know, sell books, sell these cool, yeah. these cool pots that we're buying. And well, a lot of it, it's like, it's persistence too. I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, any, any, I mean, any, my old man was an entrepreneur and he had three businesses that failed before the fourth one was like, okay. And then yeah. it took 10 years before whatever. So if any entrepreneur knows it's like, it's, it takes time and persistence. No, and it's, so. it's totally a side project for us. We both have our full-time oh, jobs, right. you know, it's just, you know, we wanted to do something where, Something that we were, we, you know, we were passionate about. We could have on the weekends to do, and then you know we were like, you know, we might as well make a banging site for it and try to make it an actual thing. And maybe down the line, it, it will. You know, we yeah, 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 quit yeah, our jobs, yeah. but you know, it, we're not even like thinking that right. way yet. Well, it's I mean, that it it's definitely a side project. That it intersects <laughs> with your passions, though, so it doesn't yeah, make exactly. it like it's work, right? You know. And, you so, know, I can buy a bunch of books and tell my wife I'm buying them. Write it off. It's for the, the shop. Yeah. Honey. <laughs> so let's... She'll let's, love that when she's listening. Like, <laughs> <laughs> let's let's uh, dig into whatever the hell is going on here. I don't... It's a crazy not, array. Yeah, of, I don't think we're going to uh, start with the... Why not? You know, I want to, like, you got to lead into it. This is almost like, yeah. So the first one we have is Prison Rodeo. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the, the Will, Will Boone mm -hmm. that uh, Karma put out, I think it was, like, two years ago. Um, and, you know, it's just a cool, you know, collection archive book. I just love, you know, the way it was designed. Mm -hmm. And the, all the images are very cool. Mm -hmm. So it's really just his his... In his head, he's going, he's just finding this rad shit. Yeah, I mean, I don't know really the background of it more than just the, you know, the images mm -hmm. really spoke to me. So it's always, it's been, I have actually, I have a couple copies of it because I have one huh. for the shop and mm -hmm. nice. one for myself. And um, Snakes, rock stars, beer, ads. <laughs> yeah. Some uh, basketball cards. Basketball cards, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's really just getting into the, his subconscious. It seems like well, yeah, again, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, a thing. His, like, his paintings are you know totally different mm -hmm. than this, <laughs> right? And it's like you pop in. And that's that is the thing we're not gripping at. Whatever, what concept words you can think of in your head, go put it into Google Image. Yeah, and it throws into you hundreds of images. <laughs> Anything you can like, whatever it comes in, it's like it's a dream. It is a dream machine, and it's. In its infancy, it's not even close to like recognizing. It's weird thinking. I've never heard it yeah. put that way, but yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, because it's not just think it's like you. At some point, you'll be able to like, oh, I want to like investigate what happened in 2018. It's gonna be all these VR experiences and all these books, and like it's gonna like understand the way you're searching and what you're looking for, and you're just gonna be able to kind of like call about your own kind of like <laughs> dreams in you know through cultural imagery and videos and whatever it is and with vr like have these real experiences it's not we're on the threshold of something that isn't yeah you guys are blowing my mind <laughs> we're gonna have to find <laughs> new VR ways to thing, yeah. pinch ourselves and make sure we're in reality right because like the vr thing is like you think about it if what it's going to happen is everything's going to be recorded in vr which means we're going to record history in vr so 30 years from now you're like I want to be on the floor of the Academy Awards and like yeah. walking around when they announce wow. it and walk up with the person. You're going to be putting on the goggles. You're and still like, in someone's perspective, right though. You're still in a, a place, a certain spot. You're not everywhere. No, at once. no, no, no. Yeah, I don't think that isn't a Pornhub rolling out the VR. <laughs> right, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the obvious innovators. Right? Yeah, yeah. Turn around. These are all the people watching you. <laughs> well, that's, that's kind of a good segue, I guess. Into, uh, oh, yeah. uh, behind closed doors a marriage manual with nearly 2,000 photographs yeah so, um so this one I, I yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Mandelbaum booksellers which is you know an Instagram account that I think he has a shop in LA right. um, I'm pretty sure that's where I first saw this book uh, I didn't really even know what I was expecting when I got it I thought it was gonna be mainly text mm -hmm. um, but what it is is it's 2,000 photographs of this couple having sex. <laughs> yeah. Very well. 
<laughs> They're doing it right. They got all the all the things in the right places. Uh, no comment. Uh, but, I mean, yeah. Supposedly, it was put together by this psychiatrist, psychologist, and well, yeah, visually, yeah. it's pretty interesting. It's, too. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's almost like it's grids, a block by block, yeah, yeah a grid of frame by frame. Yeah, yeah I mean, you can't like you have had the the. Erotic photography versus like porn conversation, <laughs> freelance. Like it does. I don't. What I don't understand about like a ero- like, especially like the dude who like hires the model into like bring her to the hotel room and like I'm gonna photograph her and like this is some sexy. I'm like, it's like does this person understand the world of pornography that it understands out there? That yeah, lives out yeah. there. Because clearly conceptually they don't. If they're trying to make this thing be sexy, because it never works, you know. But something like clinical and observational like this <laughs> is is much more erotic to me than these people are trying to like take a model and like she's trying to like show off whatever it is. Like it's it the way you're work. looking at it. Yeah. It's, I mean, and for me, it makes just for a more interesting book. Right. I mean. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, cause yeah, it doesn't. I've you know. A lot of what I've been buying for the shop and what I've been into lately is just the weird, like what we were talking about mm-hmm. before, and this you know fits the bill completely. So where did you find it? Uh, I think I, you know I bought it on Amazon from some seller, and you know, I got it for super cheap. This is a book that does it fluctuates a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you'll find a copy for five dollars, and sometimes you'll find one for a hundred. Like, hmm. wow. so that so you'll take this and you'll try to sell the one copy through the. The shop, yeah, or, you, or really, do you think if it sells right away, do you go out and try to buy? Yeah, more and then I'll try that? and get another one. Um, you know, I most of the stuff is just is one of a kind on our on our store. So mm-hmm. you know, if it sells, I'll, I'll try and get another one because you know it's a pretty it's pretty much my brain exploding onto and like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's really yeah. what I like, and uh-huh. I think that other people will like what I like. I hope. <laughs> yeah, Someone I should have pretty good taste. Really make an Amazon or like an app that tracks Amazon prices. Like you want to buy this book, but at this price, mm. let me know when that happens. Well, you Don't do you know that. some developers? Yeah. I mean, get your developer friends. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a niche. That's, well, a, that's I don't think that's that that's, niche. That's yeah. pretty good. Book collecting audience, I guess. Yeah. So the next one we have is like this is this. You so said this was a Japanese book about like uh, upskirting or stalking or. What well, was it? yeah, it was the. I mean, I'm not really sure, but <laughs> it, it, it's supposedly that the it's a book about, I think it's like peeping toms and public mm-hmm. sex. That was written in Japan in the 80s. And then Kohi Yoshiyuki, I guess, licensed his images as well as, you know, the cartoons mm-hmm. and the upskirt shots and whatever the, as the, the model shots are. So it's this weird collection, but I, you know, I bought it because of, of Kohi Yoshiyuki. Right. You know, he's on the cover. and I've never seen the book before. It was just this, this weird, rare thing. Mm-hmm. So again, it's like it's made in one context and you take it outside of that context. And it's like, if you look at it from this perspective, yeah. it's yeah. really weird. Yeah. Really, like, like, it's, really it's, not, it's not really, it wasn't sold as a right. photo book, but that's, you know, it's what it of is. Of course. There's all these darkroom diagrams up front too. <laughs> but it makes you, makes me wonder about like intent. If everything we try to do is have this artistic intent to it, to it. But like the most interesting stuff has no artistic intent exactly. to it. Both of these. So books. how yeah. do you, if you're an artist or whatever, then it seems to be it's like, well, you should go out and find whatever is in your brain that kind of like, you know, can can communicate these ideas. I, yeah, like, I just I think know. it's it's hard to like, you know, this stuff is almost accidental. Like, right. It's it's like that out. It's you know, like outsider art. Right. right. You know what I mean? Um, you can't you can't plan this. Right. <laughs> right. Basically. Right. Yeah. So like no no like artist artist MFA great where could make like this kind of stuff. I don't think so. Yeah, it, I don't right. think so. I mean, well, I guess this guy was a PhD. So basically you're saying everyone who goes out and gets their MFA and like studies <laughs> art is wasting their time. <laughs> not, not saying not saying that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> alienated most of our audience. <laughs> alienated. We are, we're all wasting our time. Go and find other stuff. Okay, so moving on. The next one is uh, Gerard Petrus. What's this one called? Uh, Fear. Yeah. Um, he, you know, you've never heard this guy, GP. Uh-huh. He's really. Um, I just, you know, I just love his photos. He was this um, kind of a recluse that shot these women. Was obsessed with women, basically. Mm-hmm. And I, I just my favorite thing about him is that he would stamp. That's kind of where the sun stamp came from. Mm-hmm. He would stamp oh, all wow. all of his prints. 
Um, a lot yeah. more visceral. Yeah. Yeah. So this, so this is this is just a catalog that I love. Um, I, I bought recently. I every pretty much every Thursday, um, I go to the Strand and um, they have the like the paperback like um, uh, exhibition catalog section, uh-huh. and it's like ninety eight percent crap. Yeah. But every week I walk out with two like golden finds. <laughs> right. I don't know why I'm telling everybody wow. that. Victoria's yeah. <laughs> <Corey's> secret. <laughs> yeah. That's that's like my secret spot where I, I, I literally go every Thursday and search the racks. And but no, you're not. A you're not going to ruin it because the majority of the people listening to this are not going to have the motivation to go and do it. And B, there's probably 10, 15 other people that are already doing it. That yeah, you don't exactly. Know of exactly. So. No, actually, last week me and this guy were having a race to the middle. Like <laughs> uh, we, were, we were on either side, so we, we kept looking at each other. It was so funny. Yeah. Is that when they put out the new stock or? Why, um, why Thursday? Just because it's your day off. Payday. Uh, <laughs> you should you should find out when they they update their stock. Yeah, I should. I, I should ask that. Come on, Brett. Now you're gonna ruin. Uh, gonna ruin I, it for the rest of us. We're gonna have to go and do that ourselves. I had a similar experience when Dashwood had like a fire sale where they had <laughs> books for like two and three dollars. It's like I almost bought this book. For forty five, and now I'm just buying it for three dollars. Like, <laughs> fuck yeah, dude! I, like, I, I, this, I had the same thing. It was just uh, you know this winter, right? Yeah, yeah. Huh. And I went um, to Dashwood, and I was there. I was and everyone's like, bullshitting with me. We off for a while, and I was going through the racks, and I was like, oh man, I got this for two dollars, and this for two dollars. Like, this is awesome. And I left, and I went to Karma. And I saw this Rob Pruitt book that I had seen at Dashwood for $2. And I, I don't know why I passed up on it. I kind of wanted it, but I was like, I already bought like 10 things. And, and so it was, it had like a $60 price tag on it. And I was like, okay. And I just walked But that we were just talking with it before is like, if you're finding all these gems and like we had, what was the Nicholas Fowler, right? Yeah. Like we had JFP brought that book and Tom went and bought it on Amazon for like $18. $18. We had Arlene Gottfried's Midnight Book. Have you seen this book? Mm-hmm. It's fucking nuts. It's like amazing. That shows up at uh, Daniel Cooney now or something, or Clamp Art. Oh, I don't know who shows it. This is, I don't know how old the book is. Oh, no, Foley, maybe, I Foley. think. Foley. But the word Arlene is, Gottfried show. Yeah, yeah, so it's called oh. Midnight, and, like, you can go and buy it for $15. It makes me, like, and we were just saying this before, it's like, why would anyone buy books at full price? New. I mean, because there's such this, Well, like, it, there, there is, you know, well, hers was put through Powerhouse, so she has a lot higher runs. So well, you can yeah, find a lot of you can find a lot of like I just bought right. Achan's book through Amazon. It's a Steidel book. They must have printed thousands of copies. Mm-hmm. It's paperback. It was five dollars used. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So like the bigger publishers, yes, but if you look at Yoshi's book through Sun, that, yeah. that right. price is like it's absurd. Got, it's like ridiculous. How much is it? I think at this point. On Amazon, it's up to like three fifty, four hundred. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't want to sell it. But it's a small run, so yeah, it's a finite. That's what yeah, it's. It's Daisuke's. I think it's one of his the least amount of copies. Like, mm. there's only a hundred copies of that book. And you know, Daisuke is you know as big as they come right now. Wait, so. you dissing Yoshi? No, I can't wait for his new book yeah. Blade. Oh, that shout, book is like a yeah. shout out Yoshi. Pre <laughs> order at editions dot. Oh, it's com. but it's an amazing book. I really I, it looks I've great. Seen, I haven't seen it. Oh, yet. I've seen. I've saw the dummy. And I read uh, the story yeah. right away. It's like you just what in the hell, man? Like because he just went into it and he went with it and it's it's really dope it's this first person experience that's just you cannot like get other than him just following it through yeah so it's it's an amazing book yoshi when he comes back to america if he comes back to america (laughs) he'll be in san francisco next month oh yeah if you want to travel there to do a show with him no Uh, (laughs) daisuke is not coming out right uh no i don't think so it's both of them right it's there. Both of them are doing. A, it's a class and show yeah. in San Francisco. I'm actually going there for my friend's wedding, so I'll oh, check it yeah. out and let you guys know what it's like. But nice. Nice. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, no, I know Yoshi and Tamara are both going. Hmm. Dear friends, Tamara's got some, yeah. some amazing work going on right now too. Yeah. You don't. You don't need to sell us on Yoshi tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, do some uh, yeah, field still. reporting for LPV show. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I'm. <laughs> They're not going to be there when I'm there, though. Uh, the show will be up, though. Oh, true. 
sure. They'll be back. They'll come back to us, I'm sure. But no, no, my point is like, there's a lot of gen- I mean, if you want to find cool, interesting stuff, is like you go out and dig, you can find great photo books. You can find interesting material. You don't always have to just buy the stuff that hyped you know, exactly. the last yeah. few months. Yeah. And that's kind of like almost the essence of the show. When people are bringing this stuff, it's like you're ex- exposing us and hopefully the audience to these t- type of work that you can find that's out beyond whatever's promoted on the photo I list. Yeah, exactly. What those lists are great and there's Lens a lot of great scratch. books. It's out there. <laughs> it's just a matter of finding it. Yeah, and putting effort into it. Yeah. So we got two more here. And this the next one's called Composites, Computer Generated Portraits. Nancy Burson, Richard Carling, and David Kramlick. This book so is, what is blowing my mind. I don't know <laughs> what's going on with this. I mean that I, ju- I just picked it up last week when I, outside of Spoonbill and Sugartown, five bucks. It's <laughs> from 1986, and wow. so they did these all with 1980s computers. Yeah, they must have taken days to render the images for like one of these. So what? How did they do? How did they make the images? I, I mean, I, I you know, honestly I haven't read through it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like you just like the way they look. I, yeah, I just yeah. bought the book because the images are great, and yeah. they also it reminds me. Um, kind of of Richard Prince's early work. Mm-hmm. Um, so First Beauty Composite, 1982. Betty Davis, Audrey Hepburn, Grace Kelly, Sophia Loren, Marilyn Monroe. So keep some, going. Yeah, keep going with the combos. This is what's interesting so about the second, it. Like, the second Beauty Composite is Jane Fonda, Jacqueline Bassett, Diane Keaton, Brooke Shields, Meryl Streep, 1982. So they're taking, they must have have images of these people and are yeah, like composite yeah, them into the computer in 1982? Right. Or did you say 87? No, 82. Oh, he's oh, yeah, 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 got a date on it, yeah. yeah. Then these are 1984. Well, this is the one that was interesting to me. It's Cary Grant, Jimmy Stewart, Gary, I I can't see it from here. Gary Cooper, Clark Gable, and Humphrey Bogart. (laughs) And then the next page is like, it's a weird looking dude. (laughs) Like how that, that's so pre-fucking internet where you just have businessman trying to like. I love how businessman looks like Cro-Magnon man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he does all these composites and then it's just like businessman. But then the next page is 10 businessmen from Goldman Sachs and Company yeah. Investment Bakers in 1982. This is interesting. Making money in 1984. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They mixed a bunch of presidents together in like a, a currency yeah, Somebody really image. needs to read the beginning part of that. Yeah, like, and figure what, out what, what are you doing, man? Yeah, all of our answers are probably right, right there. Right the introduction. We're, yeah, we're all a bunch of illiterate. <laughs> no, we only read pictures. I we only look at the pictures. Read good. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But it's interesting because it's some of it's so cool, and then other things they had like they mix a cat and a woman, and it's like cat woman or <laughs> yeah. parrot looking okay. at a mirror. Yeah, yeah. lion lamb. Oh, yeah. that. Oh, this that's one's, a cat and a dog mixed together. That's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's so sometimes like the internet dream machine or whatever. But, it can but go see, yeah, the way that me, like this book is 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 more interesting oh. than like a lot of the stuff that I've seen come out this year and it's just mm-hmm. this fucking weird book that I bought for five dollars outside you know <laughs> that someone made when it was like it took a pretty arduous uh, attempt at a computer process to put all this together I am sure yeah we'll, we'll yeah. somebody will read it Composites. Well, I don't know. I almost feel that somehow we got to get the text onto the website. Yeah. (laughs) Which is our own little, we'll we'll photograph it and we'll put it up and. What's going on here? So the lat well, this last book is an Iraqi book and I don't. You got to read it the other way. This way? Yeah. It's like backwards. (laughs) Yeah, it's a Japanese edition. So, Uh, but yeah, I just love this Iraqi book because it's it kind of reads like a fashion magazine to Mm -hmm. me. Which I think is kind of different than a lot of Iraqi's work. A naked fashion magazine. Well, Iraqi. There are a lot. There's a lot of na- uh, nudes, but it's it's also more toned down than a lot of his work. Yeah. And it's all color too. So. Well, we I think it's it's interesting we come full circle from Prince to Iraqi because Iraqi just how many books oh. is, how many Iraqi books have been on? He's got like three hundred three thousand. Yeah. Three thousand. Dude, books? Iraqi Iraqi's made thousands of books. Oh, I thought it was just <laughs> really? like hundreds. Wow, that's even thousands crazy. of books. Thousands. <laughs> thousands. Thousands. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Shit. Like you might not, yeah. Individual books. I mean, the tradition in Japan is through photography books, and then if you think of like maybe it's the same work, but just being featured in all of these different books, mm-hmm. I think he's had thousands of books. Wow. Wow. 
Mm. And that's I thought my goal is to make more. Crazy. Yeah, well, I mean, like, that, again, there's that good synergy. You know, we're talking about print and just putting out. If you're an right. artist, right? And I don't. I think whatever, whatever minimal amount of studying I've done of art or whatever compared to others is like one of the central strongest themes. Like, if you real artists keep making art, you make a lot of art. You don't sit and judge the art because you can't do it. And there's so much, I feel like self censorship in the photo world, especially Mm. that like, I got to make my one beautiful, amazing book. That's going to be like this knockout thing. It's like, it's not going to fucking happen. Like it's the the number one lesson I have learned from, from Bill Sullivan over like the last three years that of our friendship is that you put something out, if it's not perfect when you put it out, you put it out again, and you just you just keep putting it out until it's perfect. And when right. you get that perfect product, it's there. Right. But right. you know, it's kind of like when uh, when Kanye put out Life of Pablo recently. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, this is like Kanye and Bill Sullivan need to meet because they, <laughs> they are like they're, yeah. <laughs> like they're they're Amazing. speaking the exact same language. It's so funny. But they and that's the art. That's the artist language. Yeah. And again, like print. Like yeah. I'm just gonna make the music. I'm gonna keep doing my thing and put it together. And how people receive it or what they want to do with it is like that's their problem. I think like there is. I don't know. I just I just feel very strongly like pandering to an audience and trying to do it is the absolute worst thing you can do as like any type of artist. Sometimes you got to do it at the New York. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the, the thing about Araki though is the way he's able to create so much work is because when he goes on commercial jobs and he's shooting for like some softcore pornographic magazine about lonely housewives, he's shooting it like. Pentax 6.7, he's shooting Polaroid, he's shooting with three or four different cameras. Some of it, he's using the opportunity to have a model in front of him to make personal work Mm -hmm. while he's also doing commercial work. And I think that's that's something that's key for people who do a lot of commercial work is making sure that you're also shooting personal work at the same time. Yeah, or just, uh, yeah, always always shoot. I mean, like, I shoot with me take the same picture with two different, three different cameras. Like, whatever, like, I don't know which one's going to, like, work out. So mm. who gives a shit, you know? Like any, like, any sort of, like, self-censorship of that impulse to make something, I think, is, like, undermining what you do. And I think, like, a lot of people, like, that's almost one of the biggest struggles. Is like, should I actually do this? And, like, you have to eradicate that from your brain because there's something deep in your gut and deep in your brain that's saying, like, make this. Yeah. Or, like, take the picture or do this. And, like, yeah. that impulse is primitive and it's like spiritual it's everything it's the <laughs> thing you have to like follow like that is your guiding voice totally you know? so i mean this is a pretty amazing collection you brought here so yes. what's what's next what do you got that was a oh, heavy yeah. bag you brought yeah yeah, yeah i did i didn't i totally <laughs> well i mean and for our brains here <laughs> it's yes. like an hour and 15 minutes of going through all of this <laughs> stuff and it's like i don't know i can't even process it we touched the surface of this stuff too yeah, we there's can. a lot here. We really sh- maybe we should do six hour show. <laughs> <laughs> the show. No, I, but, so what's what's next? So next, I mean, uh, you know, I'm working on the, like the, the book I said with Devin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm getting my book ready for September. I, you know, I still there's still a lot of t- I have to do with that. I think it, it just it needs something to take it to the next level for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm also we we haven't officially started planning it yet, but um, Graham McIndoe, we're going to be doing a book together. Oh, wow. nice. Um, so it's, awesome. Um, well, I don't want to... S- I think I can talk about it, but... Um, it's Do good. it, because we want Graham... Yeah, we we're negotiating with Graham. him to come on the show. Uh, come yeah. on over. Graham's, Graham's, Graham's he's down. Cool, we're, yeah, he's cool, He's a cool guy. So we want to do him. He's... Well, I don't want to give it away, but Graham, we're gonna, hoping to do Graham as, like, the season finale. Okay, yeah, I mean... Yeah. And go to Graham's he's studio, got this, dig into this the big memoir coming out. Yeah, um, amazing with Random House. Yes, um, but so this book is going to be. Um, he's he's recently mm-hmm. went through the storage unit and found his whole archive. Exactly, from, yeah, exactly. From, Nuts. From, so it's yeah. perfect like for this the seventies and eighties. Oh, yeah. um, Edinburgh punk scene. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I want to see that. There's, yeah. I mean, the stuff that he's pulling is incredible. Uh, so we're, so I'm, I'm, I could, we get messaging with. Graham. We're trying to figure it out, but we're plotting Graham as like the final, and maybe we'll. But we want to have like a our blow, uh, end of the season party. Uh, yeah, so you should come up to Graham's sure, studio man. and yeah. we'll hang out. And Graham's studio's tight. <laughs> Eventually, we gotta have something for the listeners too. They're probably out there being like, "I want to come." Yeah, they can. If you're in New York City, we'll see. We'll open. All right. Well, sure. yeah. we should. Yeah, do if you're that. listening for sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you want to see Graham's work, he's been posting all the archives on, on Instagram. Instagram. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's real. It's just, that that book's gonna be really cool. I can't wait. We're all start. Yeah, um, you know he's he's so busy with the, the the memoir right now, but I think he just finished recording the audio book for it. Wow! And um, so now I think we're gonna start digging into nice. it. It's gonna be great. Any last uh, any last words on Prince? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that does it all. Yeah, you gotta do it. Yeah. We're not gonna. Hope we don't get sued. And you're gonna have to no. cut it after the first 15, 15 seconds. seconds. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Prince. Thank you, Corey. Yeah, thank you, Prince. for saying fuck you to the world. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and making amazing books and finding amazing art and whatever. Yeah. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thanks again for joining us. You can go behind the scenes of this episode, see the work of our guests and the photos we discussed by visiting our Tumblr and lpvshow.com. If you'd like to support the production of the show, this year we are offering a subscription for $20. As a subscriber, you will get exclusive access to our weekly email newsletter, which will contain a bonus conversation about some of the interesting stories we find on the web. Also, at the end of the year, we'll be raffling off three awesome photo books exclusively to our subscribers. We appreciate your support and hope you continue to enjoy the show. If you have any questions, please feel free to send them to info at lpvshow.com or connect with us on Twitter at lpvshow. The LPV Show is executive produced by Brian Formals and Tom Starkweather. Our score is by Tom Starkweather, who also mixes the show. Special thanks to Eddie Volante and Brett A. Davis. Thanks for listening.